Good morning, Pete Hofstra here with an update. It's February 1st, 2021. Uh, lots we could be talking about. Certainly if you've been watching the market headlines, it's primarily driven by these short squeezes. Uh, and a few interesting um, dynamics have come out of that and we'll see what the long-term repercussions are. But to share some thinking with you, I mean, those of us that have lived through other bubbles, you know, generally those bubbles are based on a narrative, right? And the lie always has some dimensions of truth to it, which can get everybody excited. What's interesting around some of these short squeezes is no one believes a GameStop, for example, GameStop, is going to become a really good company, right? This is 100% about um, some retail investors banding together as a group of vigilantes to kind of take it to the hedge funds. Uh, and I think another dimension behind it is, is to know that the GameStop was almost the perfect storm of success for the retail investors. Number one, it was a fairly small company when all of this started, worth about $250 million. Number two, the short position was enormous, was over 100% of the outstanding shares. Uh, and, and so those two things are important because number one, to force the price higher, which sort of induces the short squeeze, didn't take a lot of capital when it's a smaller company. And as the squeeze happened, there's so much, such a big position, you squeeze anything with a lot of stuff in there, the squeeze has a big impact. Uh, and so when you think about translating that to other opportunity sets, uh, it becomes increasingly difficult. And even with GameStop, as the price goes higher, it becomes increasingly more expensive to maintain um, that high price and, and hold the, the short positions uh, accountable and force them out. So this is something that may not translate to other markets. So I think the message is, and certainly you, you maybe can guess what we're doing. We're not chasing some of these stocks. We're not trying to guess what the next one is going to be and trying to find where the big short positions are. Um, something like a game stock likely becomes a zero-sum game, meaning that it'll create equal losers as there are winners behind it. And you don't want to see people get damaged. I think some of the, the spillover effects, though, of course, is with these hedge funds that are being squeezed. They are um, enduring real losses and often have to cover those who so are selling their other healthy companies where they have long positions. So they might be forced to sell a, a Google or a Microsoft or Amazon or something that has done well. And so you did start to see some of that volatility resonate throughout the market. And even if they're not forced to do that, even the belief that they might be forced to do that can certainly cause some market gyrations. So look, we're staying with the discipline here. Um, you know, if this creates opportunities, we're certainly prepared to move, but no, we're not chasing these kinds of things and certainly encouraging. You can imagine we're getting lots of inbound calls and saying, look at, no, do not chase BlackBerry at $30 Canadian. That's, that's just not a good idea. Uh, so that's, that's a bit on that. Hopefully it gives you some insight in, into where we're moving. Um, to move beyond that, let's get to sort of the broader scope of, of where we sit. Obviously, it still remains about the virus, but more or less the vaccine. They're starting to roll out, so this is encouraging. Um, the lockdown, certainly across Canada, um, some big, in, big ones in Ontario are having the impact they're intended. Caseloads are coming down. And keep in mind, all of this activity um, is about managing hospitalizations. It's hospitalizations that shut down the economy, right? When the healthcare system is overwhelmed. We don't have to eliminate diseases, right? I mean, the flu is still around. We don't shut down the economy for it, but we have to get this manageable. And so hopefully we get ahead of this thing with this round of lockdowns and we get the numbers now and as now the vaccines are rolling out and we're certainly getting it to those most vulnerable, those, right, with the pre-existing conditions, the aged that as we start a slow opening up, that, that will monitor that hospitalization. And as we get into the better weather and we're able to do more things outside, that's, you know, that the hope is that this next round, we can certainly stay ahead of that number. And we don't see that mass acceleration of cases triggering yet another shutdown. So our positioning still remains quite positive uh, for the year. Um, you're seeing a lot of stimulus talk, obviously the U.S. back into their negotiation, but even globally, you're seeing big stimulus plans, 
focused on infrastructure spending. So that's certainly an important area that we're going to look at uh, more climate friendly type spending. Uh, certainly, certainly, as you see, some of these deals and, and job creation platforms and where they're going to be focused, all of that, again, would be supportive of consumer spending and, and part of that reopening. And then you're seeing the other side of that, something like a keystone being shut down quite quickly by the Biden administration. Um, so certainly as reverberations through the fossil fuel markets, but certainly our Western Canada in particular. So it's, again, those dynamics, we'll keep an eye on those, try to focus where we think the, the long-term capital is going to be spent. Remain disciplined through this. Again, with uh, as we've talked about before, as interest rates came down, everything kind of went higher. Now we think right interest rates are low and stable. That, that volatility may come back into the market. But again, just one more comment on this sort of short dynamics and volatility in the markets. You know, one thought too, is this a bit of a, a pandemic side effect, right? That if people are at home with stimulus checks and no place to go and no place to spend it, this is how they're spending their time. But once we can get back to restaurants and bars and onto airplanes and travel and go to the Caribbean, do we take our attention back to those sorts of things and just enjoying life versus, you know, attacking those that we felt have profited too much from, you know, dysfunctional market dynamics in the past. Uh, so we'll see how this plays out. I look forward to keeping in touch. Hope you're all well and we'll connect again soon. This podcast is provided as a general source of information and should not be considered personal, legal, accounting, tax, or investment advice, or construed as an endorsement or recommendation of any entity or security discussed. Investors should seek the advice of professionals prior to implementing any changes to their investment. Certain statements in this podcast are forward-looking that are predictive in nature, depend upon, or refer to future events or conditions. Forward-looking statements are subject to risks, uncertainties, and assumptions that could cause actual results to differ materially from those set forth. Although the forward-looking statements contained herein are based upon what CI Global Asset Management and the Portfolio Manager believe to be reasonable assumptions, neither CI Global Asset Management nor the Portfolio Manager can assure that actual results will be consistent with these forward-looking statements. Certain statements contained in this podcast are based in whole or in part on information provided by third parties, and CI Global Asset Management has taken reasonable steps to ensure their accuracy. Market conditions may change, which may impact the information contained in this podcast. Commissions, trailing commissions, management fees, and expenses all may be associated with mutual fund investments. Please read the prospectus before investing. The indicated rates of return are the historical annual compounded total returns, net of fees and expenses, payable by the fund, including changes in security value and reinvestment of all dividends or distributions, and do not take into account sales, redemption, distribution, or optional charges or income taxes payable by any security holder that would have reduced returns. Mutual funds are not guaranteed, their values change frequently, and past performance may not be repeated.